having my heart or whatever. And love, true love, will follow you forever. Doesn't give your heart to a wild thing. They don't know your heart. I do. I've seen it. You have shown it to me. Is my heart showing? Oh, it's Megan. Hey, y'all. It's Molly. Welcome to another episode of Is My Heart Showing? Today, we ask the question, is my child's lack of discipline showing? Better clean your room, young lady. Don't make me count. One, two... I don't know. I remember thinking about it with my first and then not thinking about it all with my second. I think we were just already like deep into like beginning to discipline my two, almost three-year-old when my second came along. So we just like threw her into the wagon, probably told her no, as like a one month old. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, rem- <laughs> Do you remember how old your kids were? Yeah, I started saying no pretty early too. But I will say that is probably thanks to our mom. Um, I remember being at her house and my oldest was somewhere between like one and two. And she was trying to stick her fingers in an electrical outlet. And um, (laughs) I think I just picked her up or like moved her hand away or something. And mom goes, you know, you can tell her no, right? And that's (laughs) when it, it dawned on me then like, oh, yeah. I need to start doing that. <laughs> but yeah. with my but with my second, as soon as she started getting into things, I knew I had to start immediately saying no because I was already doing it with my first. So but yeah, mom just had to push me like you can start saying no now. <laughs> okay. Why do we need discipline in our lives? I mean, why can't we just do whatever we want? (laughs) But, you know, if you think about it, even, I mean, God disciplines us. I, so I think it's fair to say that as parents, we are expected to discipline our children, but parenting comes with challenges, obviously. And like you were kind of saying, you know, mom reminded you, you need to start telling her no it's like I don't really think that discipline always comes naturally to all of us recently um I found on a website um from Crossroads Church Crossroads um abc.com they listed six unchanging principles of parenting and I think they're really good reminders when it comes to parenting or disciplining our children so The first one is what you do matters. What you do makes a difference. We're called to raise our children and what we do with them is important. So how we live and what we're doing will push through to them. So, you know, they're watching us, I guess, kind of is another way to think of that. Number two is you're not a parent because you are able. I think we need to continually ask God for what we need and what we don't have because we don't have it, <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. Throughout the Bible, we see God use people who by human standards wouldn't be fit for the specific job, like David being chosen to be king, even though he was the smallest and looked the least king-like of all of his brothers. Right. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't wait until you're able to do something to call you to do that thing. He calls you to do something and then he wants you to trust him and lean on him for strength. Yeah, that's really good. And number three, character formation is greater than behavioral modification. This is really hard for me. You've got to look at the bigger picture and make decisions based on that. And meanwhile, you're in the moment. So like, for example, I need my kids to do chores to help me in the here and now, but I need to form a worth ethic for them that, you know, that I want them to receive from doing the chores. So you kind of have to look look at the bigger picture. One bonus thing I think that helps with character formation is reading stories to your kids and then talking about the story and the characters in the story, like ask them who they didn't like in the story, what was it that bothered them about that person, or why did they like someone in the book, and what was it about that person that made them likable? I I think it just helps a little bit. Like, I mean, all the things that you're doing every day, like trying to get them to do all these other things is probably more formable than um, just reading a story. But I think that it's just like a little bonus thing that can help get the conversations going that it kind of gets them thinking what kind of character traits they'd want to emulate and which ones they wouldn't. Yeah, I think that's great. And, um, and also, I mean, you can push that further with like friend situations, you know, once they hit a certain age, there's going to be drama going on and they're going to have big emotions about you know, other people around them. And yeah, you can ask like, why is that upsetting to you? Why do you think that was mean? You know, that kind of thing. It's just the same. That's great. Cause if they think about it, it's kind of like tricking them a little bit because they're talking about other people, you know, it's like, yeah, then about themselves, it's a little bit easier for them um, before that, you know, they don't think their feelings hurt in the the beginning. Number four, um, the best change happens slowly over time. So there's not really any quick fixes with parenting. It's a project, right? And that's a good lesson that you're going to mess up, but that doesn't mean that you're overarchingly failing. You know, you're not, um, we're going to make mistakes, but, you know, we need to just keep trying. It's, it's, it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. This makes me think of habit forming. It takes something like a month or more to form a new habit. We just have to try to be as consistent as we can. And again, sometimes we will mess up, but if we just keep trying, eventually we'll see a change. Yeah, good things to think about. And number five, heartbreak happens. Like bad things are going to happen. And we need to trust God when that happens and learn lament. We need to take deep breaths, turn to God. Our kids are watching us. And if we're in the word, we can go to the word. We can lean on his promises and we can read the verses of lament. Our kids will watch us and learn and learn how to grieve. If they are the cause of our lament, we will know how to pray and how to pray for them. 
Yes. And I think it's so important that we are careful when they are the cause for our lament. We have to be careful in how we react to that because if they do something that is really awful and we react in a very bad way, like screaming and losing our temper, it can cause the child to want to start hiding things from us and they won't want to go to you anymore when they're in trouble. And that's not something that you want to happen as a parent. Discipline is absolutely necessary in these situations, but we need to make sure that we're not being unrighteously angry because it can cause them to slip further into sin in the long run and hide things from you. And you don't want your children to be afraid of you. That's yeah, one thing for it sure. And it's like, you know, this, this is something I've had to work with. Like I, at the beginning, it was it's becoming easier, but yeah, I tend to blow up when I get angry. And so it's, it's something I have to practice and learn. And luckily your kids yeah. are young and they don't have memories, you know, <laughs> that well when they're younger. Yeah. So it's, it's, but it's something I have to work with definitely. Um, Cause you, yeah, you want your kids to come to you when they mess up. So yeah, they're watching how you react for sure. And, um, number six is your parenting is shaped by your identity. Um, they say on here, every parent asks the question, where do I find my meaning and purpose as a parent? And the way you answer that question will determine how you speak and act toward your children. You act and respond as a parent, not because of who your children are, or even what they're doing, but you act and respond as a parent based on your worldview and the way you are interpreting who they are and what they are doing. So sure, being a parent is shaping you, but ultimately our identity should be in Christ. Um, I was recently at a Bible study and a mom asked the question because we were talking about idols and she said, are my kids my idols? Because the question is who or what would you put first before God? Like, and she was like, my mind immediately goes to my kids, which, you know, like what's the most important thing in your life? And a mom says, well, my kids, you know, but we you know, we would do anything for them. But so we kind of discussed it and it's yeah, like, what does that look like? Are we being a good parent for our kids or are we being a good parent for God because he gave us our kids? So yeah. it's a really, you know, you've got to really think through your why and, um, and focus on that. briefly wanted to go over the styles of parenting. Um, this isn't like a Christian based parenting style. This is just like general parenting styles. And I think we've kind of heard most of these. Um, the first one on here is permissive, highly responsive, low demanding, they communicate openly, usually let their kids decide for themselves rather than giving them direction. Rules and expectations are either not set or rarely enforced. Um, typically, um, they try to keep their kids happy, maybe even at their own expense, expense. And then permissive parents are more likely to take on like a friendship role rather than a parenting role. They don't avoid conflict and will often 
give in to children's pleas at the first sign of distress. These parents mostly allow their kids to do what they want and um, they just kind of offer limited guidance, limited direction. So kind of like when you were talking about the outlet thing, like redirection more than, I don't think this is a good idea or no. So that's yeah. kind of like the permissive style. Um, authoritative is high responsiveness and high demandingness. You have clear rules and expectations for your kids, um, but you try to practice flexibility and understanding. Communicate frequently. They, um, the parents will listen to and take in consideration the children's thoughts, feelings, and opinions, but ultimately they make the final decision. Um, you allow natural consequences to occur and um, use the opportunities to help your kids reflect and learn, um, which is kind of like we were talking about the story, like this happened and this consequence, you know, what can you learn from it? Um, yeah. Authoritative parents are nurturing, supportive, often in tune with their children's needs, and they guide their children through open and honest discussions to teach values and reasoning. Um, kids who have authoritative parents tend to be self-disciplined and can think for themselves. Um, neglective is the low responsiveness, low demandingness. Um, I think, I mean, I would hope that most of us listening to this episode are not neglectful. Um, these are the kids that are fending for themselves. Um, perhaps, perhaps their parents may be indifferent or they're just uninvolved, overwhelmed with other things. Um, you know, we're probably all been there. Like we just don't have time or we have to hand our children off to our, the other spouse or whatever. Um, this says little nurture, nurturance, guidance, and attention. Um, they often struggle with their own self-esteem issues and they have a hard time forming close relationships. The parents do sometimes referred to, and I guess their kids, I guess, um, sometimes referred to as uninvolved parenting, the style, um, overall sense of indifference. So limited engagement and they can sometimes be cold and uncaring, but not always, it's not always an intentional thing. And then authoritarian is a high demanding with a low responsiveness. So this is the strict rules, but they're not taking into consideration the kids' feelings um, or even necessarily needs. Um, this is the, because I said so, if their kids question anything, um, the communication is mostly one way. So it's the parent talking down to the kid and we're not receiving anything back from the kid. Um, they call this very rigid, stern discipline, often justifies tough love. In attempt to be a full control, authoritarian parents often talk to their children without wanting the impact, input or feedback. So, um, yeah, I kind of feel like it would be hard to just be one of these. Like, I would, I mean, love yeah. to be authority, um, authoritative, but it's like, I don't know if I'm always like that, you know, I feel like that's yeah. hard. Um, it says, uh, there's an article on cnbc.com came out in 2021 that says research suggests that authoritative parents are more likely to raise independent, self-reliant and socially competent kids. Um, children of authoritative parents are not immune to mental health issues and relationship difficulties, substance abuse, low self-esteem, all that stuff. But 
um, they're just more commonly seen of children that have parents with the other parenting styles, authoritarian, permissive, and uninvolved. Um, when it comes to parenting, there's no one size fits all. You don't need to subscribe to just one type as there may be times when you have to use a varied parenting approach, but in moderation. It says most successful parents know when to change their style depending on the situation. An authoritative parent, for example, may want to be more permissive when a child is ill to continue providing warmth and letting go of some control. Like, sure, you can have ice cream for lunch and dinner because you're, you're sick or, you know, whatever. And a permissive yeah. parent may be more strict if a child's safety is at stake. Like when crossing a street, you have to hold my hand. I don't care if you don't want to. So at the end of the day, use your best judgment and remember that the parenting style that works best for your family at that time is the one that you should use. So, yeah, I just think that everybody kind of uses a little bit of all of those. You know, it would be hard to just use one all the time. Um, yeah. You know, I like to um, read about the different styles and talk through it because it makes me think of different approaches to different problems or situations. Because a lot of times, you know, you think like rewards versus punishment or being active in something versus being inactive or, you know, yeah. a child have. So I, I find it kind of interesting to read about all the different approaches. So you can look at things from a different point of view. Yeah. I think there's a time and place for every type, maybe not neglectful so much, but I know that I probably do that sometimes. Um, my child tried to run out into a busy street when we were at nature club last year. And in that moment, of course I was authoritarian right. and would have ended up in the hospital or dead if I hadn't been. Um, yeah. And I, and I do tend to let my kids relax and watch more TV than they are normally allowed to when they're sick. But generally I do try to stay in the authoritative camp more yeah. often. Than so all the others. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if you, if you have Hulu, but if you do um, search for the parent test, have you heard of this reality show? Uh -uh. So it is no. a um, reality show and they literally are putting up 12 different parenting styles like basically just up for view. And so I think that they my like friend, my friend is watching this. She's been telling me about it now. I just remembered that she's been yeah. talking about it. So it's, it, it's very interesting because they are like, I'm authoritarian and like they show them and it's like, how can you be so like in one camp, you know, but they yeah. really are. And there's like free range and there's all different types. Gentle. Gentle parenting is one. Yeah. Um, and they put kind of like give them the same situation and then they, so yeah, they put 12 different parenting styles up. Um, they have gentle, they have free range, they have authoritarian, they have all different kinds and they, but basically put their families in the same situation and then they kind of, you, you know, how see how they approach it and it's really interesting to watch um and yeah that I mean it's kind cool. of what we're talking about but um there's like 10 episodes I haven't seen them all um but yeah I'm kind of interested to see uh they also have like just full disclosure it's not just 
man and woman wife and like they oh, there's yeah. one that has there's a two dads there's a single mom and a single dad and there may be another single mom but so I think that adds to it a little bit too but they um it's it's really interesting to see how the kids react and how they handle it and all that is hard because we're human and we're going from worrying I don't think that's a good word maybe focusing maybe on ourselves to now having to shift that attention to someone else and I think for me personally it's adjusting as they grow so like in each stage they need something different so I don't parent them or treat them or discipline the same way that I did when they were three as to now when they're teenagers but when I do switch and what I do switch to, um, what, you know, what I'm going to start doing differently. I definitely pray about those situations we're currently in. And I like to pray for my kids future, all that worry that like fills my brain. I like to get that out. And then I can get the peace that I know God is in control of their future. And that makes the problems that I have today seem very small. And when I feel like I'm in a rut, I like to read parenting books because I think it, you know, like I said earlier, it gets me thinking about the situations in a different way. Um, Because I think sometimes like it it can just like seem like so much. And if you just look at it from a different perspective, it just becomes a lot lighter. Um, And then lastly, I would choose to talk to close Christian friends like, what are you dealing with? What have you found that helps with this situation? And like, you know, cause most of the problems that we have are things that we encounter. Somebody else has gone through them too. You know? Yeah. 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 I do the same thing pretty much. It also helps me when we're going through a, a new hard stage with our kids. I try to remember what we have gone through in the past and what we've overcome Cause it just helps me to remember that this stage isn't going to last forever. They're going to grow out of it. You know, if we yeah. keep trying and, and just trying to be consistent with our discipline and everything, we'll get through it. We've got, we've done it before kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So um, in the show notes, we'll link um, some of the articles we mentioned and books that we mentioned Um, and if there's anything that we missed, um, or that you were interested in that we didn't link, feel free to contact us and we'll get you any of those links. Thank you for listening to the Is My Heart Showing podcast. Please consider subscribing. Follow us at Is My Heart Showing on Instagram. And look us up on Facebook. We'd love for you to like our page. And we'll see you next time.